episode of the Villa Kids podcast. I'm Zahi, and for this episode we have Mark Jerome, all the way from the US, who has his own podcast called Under a Gaslit Lamp. Mark, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing really well, Zahi. It's, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It really, really means a lot. It's a, it's a real honor, real honor. Is it right? I am really excited about Ollie Watkins and Matty Cash playing for Villa in the Prem. What are your views on them? I'm really excited about Watkins. I know a lot of people think that it's a lot of money splashing out, you know, for a championship player. But, you know, you look at his goals and you compare them to how Tammy Abraham did for us when we were in the championship. And um, Ollie Watkins doesn't score penalties. He scored all his goals from open play. So I think that's a promising sign. And again, a lot of people might think that the, the fee that we paid for him is a little too high. But, you know, Aston Villa for where Villa are right now, they're, they're trying to establish themselves as a Premier League team. So as long as, you know, they keep up with, bringing in players that are going to improve their position on a year-to-year basis. I'm really excited about it. Are you excited about Watkins? Do you think he's going to, going to be a little bit better for us as far as scoring goals? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Neither Matty Cash or Ollie Watkins have played in the Premier League, but I think they will prove to be good enough to, to, to make Villa better. Yeah, I, I think Matty Cash is going to be really, really wonderful for Villa. And I, I think it's an underrated signing. We didn't spend too much money on it. I think he's ready to make the leap to the Premier League. I also like the fact that he can play right back and he can play ahead in uh, the right attacking positions. Because I think that's somewhere where, where Villa definitely needs somebody for depth. Yeah. We saw some videos of him. And and he actually scored, scored some goals as well. His skills getting past defenders was it's actually fantastic. Yeah, he, yeah, he can he can get forward. A lot of people think that he's purely a defender, but he's actually, like I said, he, he used to play in the, in the forward attacking mid position, and he's played center mid as well, a little younger in his career. So you know, it's good to have these players that you can you basically plug and play when you need them in case there's an injury or you know something happens. Yeah, Villa have now spent fifty million, so there may be fifty million left. Do you, do you agree that we still need a goalkeeper and a ringer? I think we need one of each. I wouldn't be surprised if the club was looking at a left back too. Or, you know, there's nothing wrong with Neil Taylor and Matty Target. I just think that to push Matt Target to be a little bit better, you might need a might need someone and who can push him and make him uh, just a little bit more on his toes. But, you know, as far as the goalkeeping position and, and, a, and a winger, I, I definitely think that's something that Villa are going to be looking at. And I think they will do that. Um, you know, it, it's just taking a little bit of time. It's actually a blessing that our first game against Man City got postponed. We have a little bit more time to look into the window and see if we can attract some players. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for a new goalkeeper if we, if we want to bring one in. But I think that we're going to have to um, offload some players as well. We might, might be getting a, a little too big of a squad. I, I think getting a goalkeeper is actually is quite good. And it is possible that we may be signing Martinez for Arsenal. Yeah, Gabriel Martinez. He's a good. He's a good keeper too. You know, he's yeah. he's younger than Heaton. I think he can grow with the club, and it's no knock on Tom Heaton. I thought he played wonderfully for Villa. You know, when when he was available and when he was healthy. 
But, um, you know, we don't know how Tom's going to look whenever coming back from that knee injury. You know, he's a little bit older, so sometimes knee injuries like he had, it can, it can affect players in different ways. So we're hoping that he comes back strong. But just in case, I think it would be a good idea to get a, a goalkeeper like uh, Martinez in the door. Yeah. I, I think I think we should get Milot Rashica as a winger. And, and, as in, and when you were talking about left-backs, I think you were right. Yeah, and it's it's not that I don't like Matt Target. I I was really happy with the progression that Target made last season. I thought he played pretty well most of the time, especially during Project Restart. He looked a little bit more defensively responsible. We know he likes to get forward. He likes to bomb forward and make plays and cross the ball. But, like, I liked what he brought defensively as well. But, yeah, I mean, getting in Rashita would be a really nice acquisition too. But, you know, again, we we got to be careful how much money we're actually spending and, you know, our wage structure and things like that. It's all the stuff off the pitch that, um, that really determines how successful you can be these days. So, but as long as Villa brings in players and they want to play for Villa and they want to play hard for Villa, I see no problem if they can go out and get a few players still. I think that after the after lockdown happened, when, when football restarted for the end of the Premier League season, I think most of the defence was was actually made by Douglas being more yeah I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I, th- I think that he was a lot more comfortable, and he, he almost kind of acts like a little bit of a security blanket back there for the defense. Yeah. You know, he's, he's constantly sweeping from left to right on the pitch. You know, he, he's not afraid to get into the wide areas to help out his fullbacks. That's a really important thing in the modern game when you play a position like Douglas Louise does. So, yeah, I was really happy with how he improved. Um, you know, I'm really happy that he, he's an Aston Villa player because I, I think he's absolutely wonderful. And he seems like a really, really nice guy as well. What is your prediction for this season? Do you think there's going to be another relegation battle or do you think we'll be mid-table? For me, I just I, – I know that, you know, it's been very exciting the past few seasons with Villa with the playoff pushes in the championship and now with us finishing 17th on the last day of the season. So I'm actually kind of uh, hoping for like a boring – mid-table finish for Villa you know don't leave it to the last day again and don't finish in 17th in a relegation scrap so even if any improvement on 17th on the last day of the season for me it would be mission accomplished and I'm sure you know the club is is aiming to get as high as possible as they can on the table itself but for me yeah I'd I'd be okay with just a just a really middle of the table finish I I think you know we keep progressing and we keep pushing forward as the seasons roll along. And I, I think that's pretty much what the club are going to be looking to do. What do you think? Do you think that we're in a relegation scrap again, or do you think we're going to finish mid table? I think we'll be, a, we'll be around mid table. If we'll buy a winger to help Watkins, but we may still need another striker. Yeah, it's a fair shout, mate. You're, you're right. So Mark, you are from the United States. How did it feel supporting Villa from far away? I personally love it. I, and I know a lot of people, they, they get, a little, get a little skeptical of, you know, an American or, you know, there's a lot of us over here. There's a lot of, of, of Villa supporters over here in the United States. No matter where I travel in the United States, I'm never very far away from a Lions club or far away from somebody I know that supports the Villa. So I, I absolutely love it. I mean, it's, it's a little tough sometimes with the five-hour time difference getting up at, you know, seven in the morning, you know, for games and things like that. But, you know, this is, this is the club that this chose me. That's what I say all the time. I didn't go looking for Aston Villa. I feel like Villa found me exactly when I needed it to. And, you know, I absolutely love the club and love talking about the club and, you know, from people, you know, 
close knit to me in Pittsburgh and all the way from the far reaches of the country. It's just, it's really nice all the way up to Canada. I've got friends in Canada, California, Texas, all over. Like I said, I, I can never go too far in this country and not be near somebody that loves the village just as much as me. The village women's team were beaten by Man City last weekend. How do you think they'll fare this season? I think they'll be okay. Um, it's, it's, the Villa women team are very talented, as we saw last year, with, with how, how they ended up in the league and then eventually being promoted by default, basically. Um, but, you know, it's a tough league. The Women's Super League, the league that they got promoted to, is very, very difficult. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a tough season for them. But as long as they, you know, keep their head above water and they have a lot of really good internationals that they brought in as well in the transfer market. So um, I, I just think it's, it's going to be tough. But, you know, it's, it's the kind of team you can really get behind. Gemma Davies, the head coach for the Villa women, she's a really, really good coach, very young, talented coach. So I'm really looking forward to keeping my eye on them this season as well. I'm over at Under a Gaslit Lamp. We do a podcast for the women's team too. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not as hard in previous years because you really couldn't get a lot of coverage over here in the United States. But now with them being in the Women's Super League, we're able to watch them um, on the FA player and I'm, I'm able to get more statistical stuff and, you know, actually break down the game a little bit more better. But, yeah, I'm really excited for their season as well because they're, they're a great bunch of players and they're really, really talented. Thank you, Mark, for joining me today. I've had it, added a link to Mark's podcast and Twitter feed. Thank you to all the Young Villa fans that are listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when the next episode is out. See you soon. Bye. And remember, stay safe. Wait, this is upside down. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is upside down. <laughs>